Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. 
Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. Wow, man. How good has God been to me? You know, today, let me get right to it because I'm um, kind of feeling this today, and I'm pretty sure that's just quite a few of you who go through the same things. Today, today was just a little tough morning for me because... I didn't want to leave home yesterday. Uh, you know, I wanted to stay home a little. I had just gotten home. You know, I got to go again. And sometimes, you know, just the weight of all that you have to do just gets on you sometimes. And sometimes you don't feel like doing it today. Huh? You know, I'm just talking to those who feel this way every now and then. And I'm assuming that would be everybody because I don't know nobody who can just plow through this thing without having those days. Well, what do you do when it gets hard to stay up? What do you do when it gets hard to be positive? What do you do when it seems like things aren't happening for you fast enough or in the time frame that you thought it was going? What do you do? And the reason that I guess I chose to uh, speak about this this morning is because I'm having one of those days because I had one of those days yesterday. It was just a tough day. I really can't explain it. It's nothing really in particular bad happened. It's just I think uh, the weight of of all that's going on uh, started to feel heavy to me. Um. And so what do you do when you when, when you have days like that, when it's hard to be positive, when it's hard to stay up? Okay, here's what I had to start doing this morning. Now, I haven't completed it. Um, can I just be real with you? I haven't completed it. But I am processing it out because I know what to do. You know, been there, done that. I done had that pain before I know what to do. You know, if I sprain my finger, I know what to do now. You know, the first sprain I had, oh, Lord, I thought it was broke. I thought I was going to be handicapped. But now if I sprain my finger, I know what to do. So since I've been in this position in this hole so many times before, and God has always gotten me through it, I decided I've got to start the process today. Here are some things. Uh, Now I'm going to get to the big one last. And one of the things I do is I remember the plan. Sit down and I consciously think about the goals I've set. I go over them. See, I've got mine down on the iPad so I can pull them out anywhere I am and pull them up. And I've got two lists that I've made. I've got a list of things that I know I can accomplish if I just keep working hard. And if some th- couple of things just fall into place that I can see. Then I got a list of things that I'm planning on accomplishing. And then I have a second list. And the heading of this list is called Only God Can Help Me Now. And on this list is things that I'm aspiring for or things that I'm hoping to, that in order for them to happen, I absolutely have to have God's help. That's my favorite list. It's the list that I have of the things that I don't see no way it can happen. I'm just operating on faith and the hope that God hear me. And so sometimes, man, when you got to when I have this list of what only God can help me now, that list is stuff that I cannot see. I'm just operating on faith that God is so much bigger than me. 
that he's so much more capable than I am, that I can actually acquire some things in my life as he's proven to me time and time again up to this point that he's willing to do for me if I'm willing to just give him some of my life. That's the only way I can explain my existence today. You know, I was uh, I began the conversation with my wife. How do I write a book that becomes so wildly successful that will be God? That's only God. Because if you can plan to sit down and write a wildly successful book, I'd have been done sat down and did it, and so would you. So that would be God. How it got purchased to become a movie when that was not my intent when I wrote the book at all. Again, that would be God right there. Has to be. Because if, if I can't explain it and it is by no doing of my own, then who did it? So when I get down in days like this, I remember the goal. I remember the plan. I remember the journey. I think about of all the things God has brought me through. How did I even get to this point? Yeah, I might be having a little bummer of a day. Yeah, I was a little down yesterday. Yeah, my biorhythms is off, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, I'm just having one of those days. I feel a little bit heavy. I need a vacation real bad. I need some time off to just go and regenerate. But right now, man, I ain't got that. So guess what I do? I got to start remembering the plan. I got to start remembering the goals. I got to start thinking about all the things that God has done for me and how he's brought me this far and the blessings that I have instead of what I don't have. And that's what I'm in the process of doing this morning. And on the commercial breaks, I'm going to pull out my iPad and I'm going to go over my two list and I'm going to read my little list of what I think I can accomplish. And I'm going to really read that only God can help me now list because that's the list that's big. That's the part where I've been telling y'all. I said, quit telling God how big your problems are and start telling your problems how big your God is. See, and that's what I got to sit down and do this morning. And then sometimes, man, you got to stay still. That's the other part. You got to stay still. You got to quit moving for a second. Because sometimes it feels like you're running on a treadmill. And you really ain't. You're going somewhere, but it feel like you're running on a treadmill. Well, when, they, when you get that feeling, sometimes you got to stay still. And then when you stay still, sometimes you got to fight to stay positive. Sometimes you got to fight not to let the devil win. You're in a fight. Remember I told you this now. You're in a fight now. So he's trying to get you to get on that positive train so he can get you off the faith train. So God's delivery package that's coming to you built on your faith that you can, he can shake your faith and get you to thinking negative. And then he wins, see. So when you start feeling negative, just know that that's the other force trying to throw you off track. And when you get through with all that, here's the key, the big one. You want me to tell it to you? You got to pray, man. You got to pray. You got to take it to God. You got to say, hey, God, look, I'm having one of these days. I need your help. I got business to take care of. You got blessings in front of me. You got stuff you done shipped to me. You got blessings and packages that's on the way. I need to be sitting on Faith Street so I can receive the delivery when it get there. What I don't want to do is be it on be on Doubted Way or, 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 or Lack of Understanding Parkway or Pity Parkway or some, some street like that and the package keep going by. I need to be standing and sitting on Faith Street. So when you drop that package down to me, I can go on and get it. You feel me? You got to pray. You got to stay still. You got to fight to stay positive. You got to remember the plan. You got to go over the goals. Come on, man. God done brought you too far. Come on. Pick yourself up today. I'm talking to Steve Harvey this morning. I hope y'all didn't mind.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here, but I am not here alone. I come to you with a group of people who are just as excited, just as enthusiastic about bringing you the morning show. Before we get started, we would like to say to you, please, please lend yourself heavily to gratitude. Start thinking about it on a daily basis, y'all. Be grateful you are here. You are getting the daily news of people not being here. And if you're still receiving the news, the fact remains that you are not the news. So I am grateful that I am not that news of the day. Thank you for life, for health, for strength, and for awareness. But most of all, thank you for gratitude. Oh, man. Let the church say amen. 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 That was amen. an enthusiastic group. Let the church say amen. 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 Thank you very much, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Kill Spates, and Nephew Tommy. What you got, mm-hmm. Jimmy? You know, Uncle, you know, I just, I got to ask you something, Uncle. I know you've been, mm-hmm. you know, you've been married a long time and everything. Yeah. And you got a lot of experience dealing with women and everything. Yeah. You got a lot of experience. You got way more life experience than I do. But did you ever think I some have com- 40, 40 years of marriage, Julie. There's some conversations you just wanted to jump out the window. You don't even know why y'all talking about this. Do, do you ever have those Well, moments? see, Junior, you're not married yet, and I just want to let you know, not only will you have thoughts, you will actually jump out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that conversation is coming. Have you ever thought about jumping out the window? Let me tell you something, Junior. <laughs> They're going to bring up some topics where your ass is going to go jump out the window. I'm talking about you ain't going to give a damn what flow you on. You ain't going to give a damn what's below. You ain't going to give a damn about oncoming traffic. You are going to jump your ass out the window. You may be on an airplane. You could yeah. be on a boat. Yeah. It ain't going to matter. You could be in a fast-moving vehicle. I've done it before. I've rolled out of a car at 60, out onto the highway. I've done it before. I just never told nobody. You won't yeah, even holler see. while you're doing it. You just no. do it. Yeah. No, I don't, want nobody, I don't want nobody to try to save me. Yeah. You know, I'm going oh to just get on out this window. So, yeah. 
If you think that <laughs> when you get married, you're going to have conversations that make you want to jump out the window. <laughs> yeah. You ever been busted by a woman before? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, we going well, there this morning? This early? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm talking to Junior, talking about yeah. it. Yeah, and I'm not, I, I, I'm not I didn't mean it. to drag up nothing in you, but you put yourself in it. I was. <laughs> well, Always. if you ever had that conversation, that's a jump out the window conversation. <laughs> yeah. <That's> a, yeah. <laughs> You've had all these, huh? <laughs> and what's yeah. bad, Junior, is when it ain't no window. It just closed up. <laughs> hey, Junior. Uh, I'm talking about run through a wall, make a window. Hey, Junior, I was sitting at a bus stop with a girl in college that I was dating, and she brought up the subject where she had busted me the last night. We were sitting at the bus stop. I stepped off in front of the bus. (laughs) All right. Thank you. I was 18. I didn't know how to handle it, so just let me in. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour. We're going to start the show off with Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? But this right here is the potluck. Bad potluck. That's the title. Bad potluck. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. I know y'all has people bring some stuff to y'all house just trifling. Okay. I'm not going to say nothing, but I sure want to say something. But I know my wife, listen. But your cousin can't bring no uh-uh. peach cobbler no more and put some damn blueberries in. She can't do that no damn. <laughs> I'm just gonna go and see it. She can't do it no more. Okay? You can't That's bring wrong. no greens and then have some kind of meat in it that ain't turkey and we don't know what that is. You can't do that no more to us. Okay. Summer sausage. <laughs> <laughs> and your <What>? greens. <laughs> in the greens. What you doing? Uh. <laughs> You cannot experiment on big holidays, all right? This is bad potluck. Let's go, Cat Dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to uh, find a uh, Heather. Excuse me, what you say? I'm trying to reach a Heather. Is this Heather? Heather? How are you? Okay. Okay, listen. Uh, I got your number from uh, from Lois. Lo- that's my mama. I'm, I'm Maurice. I'm Lois' oldest son. Lois, you, wait a minute. Wait a minute you? now. Wait, wait. Excuse me. Lois. Who's Lois? Lois. Oh, okay. Wait, Lois, Lois, Lois. Yes, yes, yes. Hi. Okay. How are you? I'm good. You, 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 you was at uh, at Mama Dean's house on um, on New Year's Day. Yes, yes. Okay. Everybody was there. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I got when I got there, you was gone. But what I'm okay. what I'm calling about is you the one made the black eyed peas, right? I did. You enjoyed them? No, I enjoyed the mother. That's why I'm calling you. Let me say this here. Let me say this. No, no, Your no. Mother, I'm at work. You can't talk to me like this. Don't do that. Don't do that. Say whatever you got to say, but please don't curse at me. Don't do no, that. No, okay. No, no. Here go the deal. Your mother beans got my fucking oh, stomach all jacked up, and I didn't have to go down to the doctor to get my stomach pumped. I ain't got no damn insurance or none of this. You know, this 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 didn't have me messed up for the last week. You know, okay, so I've been trying to get your number for the longest to tell you exactly, you know, how f- up your damn things is. Okay, first, the f- of all, okay? I told your ass I'm at work. I'm around all these white people. I can't talk to you the way I want to talk to you. But let me just tell you this. 
Don't call me with the dumb First of all, there was a whole bunch of food there. How do you know? How can you single out my damn beans that made you sit with all that got food there? You're not going to blame me. Get the out of here. Mama Dean said you was the one that made the beans. I don't give a what Mama Dean said. It was all this food there, and you going to single out my beans? Nobody else complained? You know what the day's date is? Okay? Ain't not one other person called me about them beans. And... By the, as a matter of fact, other people were complimenting me. So for you to call me with the dumb all late and wrong, going to blame me probably because you need a doctor's appointment, you should have got Obamacare when it was available to you, and now you want to call me with no, 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 no. So you can no, tell no, no, Lois no, no, or whatever. What you know what? You're trying to blame on somebody. You're trying to blame this somebody else's food. Joe Beans my stomach up. And that's what and that's what it boils down to. And at the end of the day, you're going to give me some at money the for bill. You know the hell I ain't. <laughs> what doctor bill? You said you don't have insurance. So how the hell did you I, go to the doctor with no insurance? I had to pay out my pocket to get my stomach pumped. Oh, okay, well it's taken care of. If you paid out your pocket, that means the bill is paid, so you can get. And, off and, my and you gonna reimburse me? What no, I'm, I'm not going to reimburse you with. Okay. In fact, I got more beans for you since you got a problem with them. I got a whole bowl for you. Okay. How about? Because you full of. So if it made you, that's good for you. Hey, look, look, I, look, I'm going to tell you this here right now. Uh, the bill was $472. I need $472. $472 for your bullshit beans. No, okay. no, no, no. Yes. You're not getting yes. no money from me. And I need to go because I got work to do. I don't know what you got to do spending all this time on the fucking phone talking about some beans with all that food. So the rice didn't do it. The meat didn't do it. They had uh, smothered gravy. Gravy always fucks people up. That didn't do it. You want to single out my beans? Fuck out of here. Don't be calling me with this dumb sh You know what? Now, I, I, tell me who gave me your number. Because I don't even know you. I do know your mom a little Mama bit. De Mama, Mama, Mama Dean gave me your number. I called Mama so Dean. So Mama Dean passing out numbers? Well, I'm going to call Mama Dean. And I'm going to see if anybody else got sick, which I know they didn't, because your ass is full of sh So I'm going to call her, see if anybody got sick. How about we do it that way? And also, I'm going to call your mother. Okay? I'm going to call Miss Lois and see why her Dad's son is calling me on the phone because this is some bull. I'm fucking sick and tired of this phone call, and nothing was wrong with my beans. If anything, something wrong with you. And so take a laxative, clear your ass out, and keep it the moving. But you're gonna get off my phone. Okay, okay, okay. They say they say Tommy has some problem with the beans too. Huh? First of all, I don't even know no god Thomas. I ba barely know your mom. I just know her by face. I don't even know her. Know her. So. Tommy, f you. I'm calling Mama Dean. She ain't got no business giving my mother number to nobody. This is so Tommy what, what, what you what you want me to tell Tommy then? I just told you I don't know anybody named Tommy. Okay, so you can tell him whatever the f you want to tell him. And if you're trying to gain other people who want to jump on your side, it's not going to happen because nobody complained about the Dean. Give me okay, names. Yeah, Give me another name because Tommy wasn't there. I know just about everybody that was there. Wasn't nobody named Tommy there. Okay, okay. So you gonna say nephew Tommy? Nephew Tommy wasn't there. What? <laughs> nephew Tommy. This is nephew Tommy <laughs> from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Heather, you just. Oh! <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> your cousin oh, Faye. Your cousin oh. Faye got me to prank phone call. Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm at work. People walking by me, looking at me. I'm about to get written up with you, Tommy? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and I know my beans are good. I know they're good. Oh. <laughs> are, you, 
Oh man, you got me. You got me wanting to taste your black eyed peas, baby. They are good. And they, nobody complain. I'm sitting here like I know I get these people sick. <laughs> you wasn't gonna get no money. <laughs> uh, hey, tell me this, baby. Tell me this. What is the baddest, the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, but you know it. But you know it's Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh my God! Uh, this is great. <laughs> Uh, keep cooking your beans, baby. You all good. All right. Thank you. Have a new year. All right. Happy new year. Hey, and next year, I'll probably pop up in Mama Dean's house, yeah? <laughs> you are welcome to come. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to stop all this. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next. Crazy. Wow. It is Ask the CLO with the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for uh, the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building for your love questions. This one is from Farah in Tuscaloosa. Farah says, I'm a 28-year-old personal trainer and actress. I do fitness modeling, and I'd like to transition to doing my workouts on my own fitness show. I go back and forth to Atlanta to audition for small roles, and I'm getting frustrated because I've got a gift to share with the world. I want to be the first full-figure trainer on television. What kind of advice can you offer me? Yeah. This is from Training for what? What's her name? Her name is Farrah. She's going to be a full-figure. She wants to be the first full-figure trainer. Yeah. But if you're training, ain't you going to get smaller? Well, see, that's why we have the problem. The What's reason the ain't nobody taking to this real fast, and this ain't really going nowhere for it. This is the frustrating. Because you're saying trainer, mm-hmm. and, and you full-figured. Mm-hmm. Because most trainers, as you see on TV, are not full-figured. Nice. They they well, half the figure. Yeah, but so she they wants eat? to be the first on television. Well, they it's going to be hard because when, a, when you say you're a trainer, then people going to want to know what are you training us to be? Are you trying to swell us up? You want us to be full figured? Or do you want us, or you want us to lose weight? And what was you, 800? And now you 250? I mean, what what is we doing here? Just We need some numbers to work with. If you don't work from 800 down to 250, tell us that. Uh-huh. Tell us that. But if we just see your picture and you still 250, and I'm 190. I'm feeling a little bit more fit than you. That's probably the problem she have. And it's a conflict of interest is what I'm saying. It's, mm-hmm. and, and the billboard, when, like when they give it a TV show and they put the billboard and they put trainer and then they put her up there. See, everybody driving by, we're like, what the hell? And just trying to figure out what's going on. It's yeah. going to be a lot of that on the billboard. Yeah. And then you're going to have to do a lot of explaining to do because if you're a trainer, but it don't look like you're a trainer, if you're looking more, more like the train. Steve, okay. Choo-choo. She wants advice. Huh? She, You heard me. She wants advice. advice. <laughs> yes, to reach her goal. This is her, her dream. I'm the CLO, the chief love officer. She what does this got to do with love training? anyway? Nothing right she, here. She well, loves herself. Clearly she loves herself. Clearly. Right. Yeah. And that's and, good. That's a good mm-hmm. thing. That's and that's good. And dreams come true. And you probably, one day you'll be the first full-figure trainer, but it's going to have to be at the fat camp or something. You're going to have to be somewhere else where they where they ready for that. Okay, you know, moving have to go down on. Here, huh? Moving, moving on. Moving on. 
Yeah, yeah we're moving on. Not not Don't so cut fast. him off like that. No, no, <laughs> not, not so fast. We're moving on. That's moving on. <laughs> Fool, Tammy in Illinois says, I'm a 31-year-old single mother mm-hmm. of a teenager. Mm-hmm. And she's giving me the blues because she's got a potty mouth. Okay. I've had to take her out of school several times this school okay. year because she cursed at the teacher. Okay. Her father's her father's mother is ghetto and smokes brown cigarettes and curses all day at yeah. everybody. Okay. Do I keep punishing her or should I stop her from visiting grandma? No, see, your problem is your punishment. See, you grounding her, you taking her iPhone, you doing stuff like that. Ain't nobody whooped her ass yet. Mm-hmm. Thought about it and came up. Ain't nobody hauled off, fired off her dead in her jaw, and you said the next speak. time you cuss the teacher out, this what's gonna happen to you. Fuck! There ain't nobody done that. But Steve, mm-hmm. you know, parents these days are different. They're not like our parents were. They and don't that's the like, problem. You know, mm-hmm. spank their kids, whoop their kids, beat their kids. They don't do that anymore. Can't not you really. can't do that? I, look, you can't raise kids the way you used to. But then, so we're not producing kids like we used to. So now what you want us to do? I'm not finna change my way of of uh, my method, because it worked. And discipline. I know it's a new day and yeah. time, and you know, people don't want to discipline their child, or people don't believe in hitting their children. Don't hit your child, you know? Wait till your child grow up and start sucker punching you. How about Ooh. that? Ooh. Oh, right. you hit a, ooh, you hit a nerve Yeah. Down. So, you know, y'all do it any way y'all want to. But don't call Uncle Steve and ask Steve nothing about child rear if you don't want to hear about ass whoopers. Because that's all I got for you. <laughs> don't call me no more damn more. Call the Ricky Smiley show up. Call Good somebody that's, you know, doing this new method. I don't have that. Don't call me. Ask me nothing about child rear if you don't want to hear about these ass whoopers. That's okay. all I got for you. Now, nah, you call you old-fashioned. Yeah. I'm old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. This new 65. Cut on the breakfast club. Yeah, one day. (laughs) Moving on to Anonymous in St. Louis. Anonymous writes, I work at a rental car place and I've just been promoted. Before I got promoted, I was messing with a fine young lady that worked with me. We used to go to the back of the garage and have sex in any available SUV. Now that I'm a leader in the company, I can't mess this up. I want to climb on that back seat with her one more time, though. Is it too risky, or do I go for it? Wait a minute. Nothing like a good back seat. They used to Ooh. go back in the garage in any old SUV. Any available SUV, yeah. Where was they getting all these car keys from? He works at a rental car, car place. Yeah. And what is her job at the rental car place? Uh, she worked with them. They worked together. Sound like climbing there. in the back seat. That's her job. <laughs> <laughs> climbing in the back seat, sunroof top, digging the scene with a gangster lean. Woo woo. Hey, though you may not have a fleet of Cadillacs. Uh-huh. So what should he do? Somebody that you work with mm-hmm. that likes to climb up in the back. <laughs> but he can't do it now. You may not have just want to a sing cold this song. <laughs> worker that wants to give you her all. 
She still does. But she just does. remember, <laughs> brothers at car places, uh-huh. <laughs> you can still stand tall. Hey. hey. Here we go. Get in the back seat one more time. Do it again and blow her mind. Woo woo. Hey. Stay in there. Hey. <laughs> Climb in the back one more time. Dig in the scene. Woo woo. So you're telling him to go? What? <laughs> I just have to. Just, All right. We, we have Thank to go you. to break now. Yeah, thank you, CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A report by Zillow finds that nearly 22.5%, 22.5% of U.S. millennials, that's ages 24 to 36, they are living with their mom, which is about 12 million young adults. Ooh, and much. why haven't millennials moved out on their own? Well, according to the report, 12% of them are currently unemployed. Yeah. No, he got a job. Does he live with you? Yes, he does. Oh. Well, what if you live with your mama and you pass millennials? Like you're 50? <laughs> what, what, what range is that? You well, should have been put out a long time ago. Well, since he has the most kids, I think we should defer to Steve on this one. Steve, you have some rules for when you live with someone until you get on your feet. <laughs> now, this is not for millennials. Uh-uh. This is for anybody. This is for anybody. Okay. Okay. So I don't want you to make, I don't want millennials to feel that way. This uh-huh. is for anybody. You've had people. Stay at your house. I had people come live with me. 
college ex college roommates, okay. stuff like that. I, I, I it, it's some stuff now. <laughs> These are Steve Harvey's rules for living with someone till you get on your feet. These are do's and don'ts. Okay, come on. Some things you need to keep in mind. Here's one right here. Your goal every day is to make it seem like you there. But you not. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That works. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's your good. goal. Uh-huh. That's when it. you wake up. Yeah. Get it in your mind. Yeah. How do I get out the way? Be him. Uh-huh. But look like I ain't here. Right, right. Because uh-huh. you more mess around, get asked to leave now. You don't want that. Here's another one. Uh-huh. This is very important. Your car. Uh huh. Should never block me. I can't want to go out and I go out there and your car in the damn way you in that sleep. Yeah. Yeah. In I fact, it. I got news for you. Your car shouldn't even be in front of the house. <laughs> okay. okay. Park talk. up the street and walk down to where you live at. <laughs> Rent free. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Round the corner. Yeah. 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 Park at the uh, up the street at the parking lot at <laughs> yeah. the grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To yeah. That man, try to make it look like you ain't even got no car. Uh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. If okay. you watching TV in the other room, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. uh-huh. your laugh should not be where I can hear. Laughing silence. You better lay down the law. <laughs> Don't be in there that down. just gut bucket <laughs> yeah. This oh, should I- be your laugh. Learn how to laugh like this here. Let me show you how you laugh when you're in other people's house. You, you can't be enjoying their TV and all this. Right. This is how you laugh. <laughs> what if it's real funny? T? Yeah, what if they're watching the Kings of Comedy yeah, or something? Right that's it. That's going to be hard. Yeah, Steve would have put me out. Uh-huh. That's it. Uh-huh. I don't give a damn what you watch. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's another one. Uh-huh. Don't let me walk in the house and have to tell you to get out of my chair. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. yeah. That's yeah. a big one. Uh, yeah. You uh-huh. should only sit. I'm going to tell you the areas you ought to sit in. Okay. The kitchen, uh-huh. <laughs> your bedroom, uh-huh. and occasionally yeah. in the bathroom. <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> Don't be taking reading material in there with you. Yeah. Yeah. Focus. Uh-huh. Focus. Uh-huh. Focus. Stare at the toilet tissue roll, handle your business, get up, get out. Get up, get out. You better crack the window. Be in that reading. Yeah. Count the little preparation uh-huh. holes like on that. the toilet yeah. tissue. I like that. You ain't got long in there. You right. ain't got yeah. long in there. Mm-mm. Okay. I like it. You got I another like one? <clears throat> Can't call no plumber because here's one. Uh-huh. If you didn't put it in the fridge, don't touch it in the fridge. Oh. Oh. That's, that's big. the main oh, one. That's, that's right the one there. right there, that's boy. Big. You bought yeah. one cola, that's all you reach in there and touch. Yeah. Don't be yeah. shifting stuff around, looking <laughs> all in the back, reading you labels. You didn't you didn't put it in there? Get your hands off it. Wow. <laughs> I like it. Man. When you come home this. from work, uh-huh. go right to your room. Don't go around the house. <laughs> You ain't paid for nothing in here. Straight to your room. But as you're all down the hallway looking at art. No, 
not art. Get out there the hallway who, looking at who what? is this in the picture? <laughs> Dr. Hey. <laughs> That's my damn grandmama. Quit asking why, about her. Why are you roaming around? Right? Roaming. So what is this, Steve, rules for living with someone? Rules, if you got to stay with somebody till you get on your feet. Uh-huh. I'm just giving you some do's and don'ts so you can stay there the whole time. <laughs> you ain't believe her. Listen to me. If I'm watching TV uh-huh. and I get up and walk out that room, mm-hmm. Don't change that damn channel. <laughs> that don't mean I'm gone. I'll be back. Don't change that damn I'm channel. Back. Matter of fact, we sitting there watching it together and I doze off. You watch what I was watching before I doze off. Now let me open my eyes and National Geographic is gone. I'm not Geo. <laughs> Your ass in here watching uh, Law and Order. Uh, <laughs> I should wake up to what I went to sleep to. That's right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're right. So right. let me catch National Geographic. I like it. I like it. I love it, Steve. Here's. One more. Uh-huh. One He's note. so serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This has happened to him. Matter, matter of fact, let me make this the last one. Mm-hmm. You can only have company mm-hmm. where the company lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they cannot come over here. Yeah. Can't have company in Can I have company? Hell yeah. Wherever they stay, you go and be in the a company of your company all you want. But your company can't come to hell over here. Don't Uh, walk in here and see some people. Not in my house. Oh, everybody drinking out of glasses. Oh, man, I need it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for another round of Would You Rather. Here we go, guys. Listen up. Would you rather... Play hide and go get it with your celebrity crush. Yes. (laughs) Or would you rather star an award-winning movie with your celebrity crush? Oh, the hell with that damn movie. movie? But you're an actor, Tommy. Uh, uh, hide and go get it? (laughs) Over an an award-winning movie? Mm -mm. We can act a movie out why we trying to hide and go get it. (laughs) (laughs) Best lead in a drama. (laughs) Best butt naked lead. (laughs) What about you, Steve? I don't really give a damn about being in no movie, but then uh, I I ain't got no celebrity crush. Junior, what are you? you I'm telling I ain't never been in a movie, so what the hell I want to do that for? I'd rather go play hide and go get it. Where are you, Nia? Me alone. I'm looking in the kitchen. I'm out here hiding, getting it. Girl, I see you. All right, would you rather get $5,000 a day for the rest of your life? $5,000 a day for the rest of your life. B. Or would you rather get a lump sum? B. Uh, of $5 million. Oh, yeah. Give me that five million, man. Five thousand dollars. Who want that five funky five thousand? Mm-hmm. Well, it ain't funky, Tommy. Yeah, really. Damn. Oh, here we go. Yeah, oh, he well, oh, he well, no, 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 <laughs> no, change. no. Well, I think we all heard that. <laughs> Who want that little funky five thousand dollars? Had to correct him and go, well, damn, Tommy, hold up, 5000 And then it hit me, wait a minute. He said it out loud. Yeah. Oh, I want that little funky $5,000 a day. Much money I'm out here making in these clubs and stuff. Y'all, who y'all think y'all talking to? 
Man, get up out of here, man. Man, please. I wish I would. Which don't you need $5,000, though? When you don't need it. Right. He don't. And that's he the don't. When you life. live in a chateau. Uh, hey, uh, uh, dry roll, Roy. I'll tell me, act now. Right. Uh, when, it, when they ask him to do a show for five thousand, how you act now? <laughs> oh God! You guys, are, are you guys serious? <laughs> oh, that's Thomas. Is this a prank? That's but now listen to me: five thousand dollars a day for the rest of your life, or five million lump sum. Five thousand dollars a day, you make one million. $825,000 for the year. Uh-huh. Oh, so oh. in three years. Well, I, I, yeah. I didn't right. do the math. I'm sorry. Nah, 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 nah. Now you did the math on that 5000 Yeah. Oh, you All did right, that. <laughs> we got to run. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time, Steve, for Comedy Roulette. You ready? Jay, explain it again. Let me break this down. We have new listeners who don't have any idea what we're doing. Comedy Roulette, very simple. Give us five subjects, five, anything you want. Put them on the wheel. Yeah. Spun the wheel. Mm -hmm. Where it stop? Yeah, spun. Spun it around. As in to be spun around. Yeah. As in spin. <laughs> That's totally different right there. Spun it around. We'll hit stop. We'll do the damn thing. Here we go. All right, number one. Things you say to yourself when you're mad at someone. I like that one. Yeah. Number two. You know it's time to go to the store when dot, dot, dot. Number three, stuff you don't like to watch, but you watch it anyway to keep them happy. Oh. You know, we all know about that. We know about uh, that. Right. Oh, should have just rolled her. Uh, or just him. That in or him, whatever. She don't watch nothing to watch. <laughs> number four. Number four, you know she's not coming back when. Hmm. Okay. Number five, people who never chip in. Ooh, all right. Come on. Let's go, Kat. Let's spin all the wheel. Oh, Jesus, Whoa. It came on number one. Things you say to yourself when you're mad at someone. <laughs> Things you say to, to yourself, yourself when you're mad at someone. <laughs> Okay, here's some things you say to yourself uh-huh. when you're mad at somebody. I'm gonna let it go this time, mm-hmm. but the next damn time, mm-hmm. oh, it's gonna be hell it's up in be there. Hell. It's gonna be hell. This is one I always say to myself what? when I'm mad at other people. I'm trying not to go to jail. <laughs> now I'm doing my best. You say I'm that. doing my best right now. I'm, I'm trying not to go to jail. You're really mad. No, no, you mad. <laughs> Court dates, everything. Try not to. <laughs> Come on, nephew. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Uh-huh. That's all right. Drink that water that I put up in that. Drink that. Drink that. Got some in there. Buddy. All right. Things you say to yourself when you're mad at someone, Steve. Uh, better go head on. <laughs> <laughs> You better go head on now. This is black. That's That's all that is. You better go head on now. (laughs) Things you say to yourself Uh when you're mad at somebody. Lord, please, 
Work with me, Jesus. Yeah. Work Ooh. with me. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please, Father. Yeah. Father, take me down yeah. so I don't kill us. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I always say, but I'm always mad. Somebody, uh-huh. it's just something you said before uh-huh. to somebody. Oh, like, that's why your ass broke now. <laughs> oh, that's why your ass broke right now. That hurt, right. Junior. That hurt. <laughs> that, hurts. that hurts. That hurts. But you say it uh-huh. to yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know what? You know what? That's 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 why I got another woman. This <laughs> this right here. I ain't got to go through this. <laughs> Come on, Steve. This is tough. Did you, you say to yourself when you're mad? Uh huh. Uh huh. With your stupid. <laughs> It sounds just like that. Oh, I've heard you say that. It was to I'm yourself, but it was loud enough. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, I've heard you say that. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> Red one of you. With your stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I thought my mama was talking to me. <laughs> uh, 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 Things you say to people uh-huh. when you're mad at them to uh, yourself. Uh-huh. Why don't you just go ahead and die to everybody in favor? Just go and get up out of here. It's do, do everybody in favor. <laughs> All right, come on, take us home, Steve. Take it out, come on. Take it out. No, no, no. We'll give you do one. Right. Okay, I got you. I got one for you. I'll tell you. Home. This says a lot in my family. I'm calling Crime Stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't going to get a tip today. <laughs> You I got one. Uh, Y'all really last one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Show sure glad that ain't my baby. <laughs> oh my god. Shit. All right, nephew Tommy has a prank phone call coming up oh, right man. after this. Oh, You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, is my strawberry letter for today. The subject: I'm not sure I can do this. I'm not sure I can do this, but right now we can do this. The nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, now? Come on, baby. I've been in Prankville. <laughs> uh, you know, everybody, uh, uh, you know, all couples are not able to have a child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Everybody's not able to conceive. Yeah. You know what That's I'm saying? True. Fertility. Yeah. 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 yeah, so sometimes you need a little help, mm-hmm. you know? So this prank right here is what you call unorthodox methods. Oh. Okay. Unorthodox methods. Okay. Run it, cat. Hello, hello. I'm trying to reach, uh, trying to reach Brother Robert. And speaking. Hey, how you doing? I'm, uh, I'm calling you from the church. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing super fantastic. Any day above ground is a good day. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Hey, uh, hey, listen, man. We wanted to, uh, 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 being one of the brothers of the church, I wanted to give you a call. Man, you didn't make it today, but you, uh, well, you know, your wife stood up today and uh, asked us to keep y'all in our prayers because y'all are definitely trying to bring us a new child into the world, and, and she let us know that, you know, uh, she, she's, she's uh, being a little older now, 41, 42, you know, she said it takes a little longer to try and conceive a child than, you know, in your earlier years. So we, we definitely wanted to let you know, man, that we, we got y'all in our prayers, man. Uh, man, you just don't know how much we appreciate that, man. Yeah, we've been trying, but I know with, with prayers, all things are possible. Yeah, well, we definitely want to definitely wanna keep you all in our prayers, man, and, uh, I uh, hope that you all are able to conceive this child and bring, you know, bring, 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 bring a new, a new child into this world. You know, the, the book says, "Be fruitful and multiply." Definitely, definitely. Now, who, who is this again? Bro, it's brother Arthur. Brother Arthur. I, I don't know if you know me directly, but I'm, I'm brother. I'm one of the brothers at the church. 
okay, okay, brother Thank you. No, 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 Robert, what I want to ask you, man, was have you considered any uh, any alternatives, uh, methods as far as, you know, uh, maybe helping this situation? Uh, we've looked at a few. Uh, what, what, what are you referring to as an alternative? Well, I mean, I, I think I have a, a good uh, thing then that, that might be able to help this thing speed up the process and, 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 and you guys will be expecting in no time, man. Man, we definitely open for some things like that. Well, what 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 you got in mind? I mean, uh, well, what I have is a little little unorthodox, man. But I think if if you allow me to to to, to help you on this, man, I think that you'll be definitely satisfied. And you know, man, if, if nine months from now you guys will be at the hospital waiting, looking for you, your baby boy, your baby girl, you know. Well, well clarify unorthodox. Okay. Um, see what what I have in mind, man. Is is, is have you considered maybe? Like a surrogate father? Uh, clarify, <laughs> clarify surrogate. I, I'm thinking the wrong thing. I don't. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. What do you mean by surrogate father? Well, what it is, man, is you know, you know, of course, a surrogate mother is someone that will carry a child for those that cannot carry one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So what? 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 Uh, I've gone to the doctor and got myself checked out, man. Good physical and everything. I'm physically fit and everything. And, you know, maybe I guess the complications are coming from uh, you as far as the child not being, you know, you're not being able to conceive right now. No, 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 ain't, ain't nothing wrong with me, man. Okay. Now, now, what you mean by you physically fit? I mean, what what the hell they got to do with sharing? Well, see, what I'm saying is if, if, if well, you know, if you, if you allow me to come over and, and, and supply my services, I mean, let's say if you left for a weekend, man, and, and I stayed over there, by the time you get back, man. Man, what the f*** wrong with you? Is, is this what's going on at this church, man? Am I at the wrong church? They, they, you you telling me you trying help me understand. You saying you want to come over and, and, and have sex with my wife? Well, I mean, I mean, don't, don't look at it like that. Don't look at it like that. Look at it as if I'm helping you I mean, what you're telling me is directly you to say you those words. Excuse me now? Okay. You telling me you want to come have sex? With my wife. No, no, no. I want to come over and just apply my services, man, and put you guys in a better position that you will be able what to have a child service? in your life. You, you understand what I'm saying? You understand where I'm coming from? No, nah, I don't. Sound like you tell me you want to have sex with my life, man. What the f is wrong with you, man? Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, this, this, this brother Arthur, man. Listen, see, what I'm, what I'm trying to do... Man, I don't give a f if you brother Charles. Who the f is brother Arthur, man? I don't know you. And then you talking about the church. What kind of shit? This this. this no, no, this, really the church don't have nothing to do with this. It's me calling you to lend well, you. Well, you call me, sir. I'm trying to be, if you allow me to be the surrogate father, I'll have a pregnant by the end of the week. Man, you got me f***ed up. As soon as I see, I'm coming to Bible study Tuesday to see you. You show up at Bible study so I can see who the f*** you are. Okay, okay, bro. Guaranteeing you want to have brother, brother, my wife. Man, what brother, kind of Okay, brother, it, man. If you keep looking at it like that, how are we going to get this? How are we going to get past this so we can get you to this child, man? We ain't gonna get past this. You talk about having sex with my wife. Where are your wife at, brother? You ain't got no wife. So I, I have a, a wife, brother Robert. What I'm trying to do is help you along with yours and getting this child conceived. That's what I'm trying to help. But you can't help me talking about having sex with my wife. You said I don't understand. I didn't think you was going that far with it. How the you get my phone number? Well, you know we we have people listed at the church. We have all phone numbers listed. He lists mine. And when I get that to you, I hope to see you because I'm gonna punch you and. Hey, look, man. Why don't I? Why don't I speak to your wife uh, when she comes to church this week, and I'll see how. Man, she... don't say a thing to my wife. 
Hold on, I'm just gonna talk to her and see how she feels about maybe, maybe you know, using man, this. No, particular... no, you can't say. Man, don't even look in her direction, brother. Man, what, man, who are you? I need to see you myself. Okay, what, 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 what is all the anger, though, brother? What, what, what? what... Man, you, man, you let me angry. You just sitting here telling me. Let's flip the script. I'm gonna come have sex with your wife. Okay. You should get angry. Okay, brother, I, I I got one more thing I need to tell you. Is, are, are, are you ready for, can I say this? Man, you better hurry up before I hang up in your face. Okay, are you are you listening, brother Rob? I've been listening. I'm tired of listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife. <laughs> Man, what you say? Hey. Man, hey, Tommy, hey. you can't be doing You went too far. Can that's, I just say that? Was that a little too far? Yeah, you went too yeah, far. Some people need help. You know, if he, if you if his ain't swimming, mine is. <laughs> Goodness. But, but by the end of the week, Tommy? <laughs> by, by the end of the weekend. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have her pregnant by the end of the weekend. You ain't got to worry about that's this. That's nothing to stick your chest out uh, to another man for. What, what, uh-uh. What, about his wife. What no. else you want? I, hey, hey. I need to stick my chest out or something else. Now, what you want me to stick? Oh, oh. my goodness. Bye. Boy, bye. Oh, you thought we were going to keep that? <laughs> oh, y'all going to let that go. Okay. No. <laughs> Nuh-uh. All right. Thank you, nephew. Oh, Lord. There's uh, something wrong with that. <laughs> what did I say that for? <laughs> okay. Uh, the prankster is back, baby. Go to thomasmiles.com. I'm doing some brand new ones. You can, you can look for the prank button. Click so, Tommy, on it. let me ask you something. Is nephew Tommy, he dead? I'm just trying. They, no, hold on, we don't kill him. Wait a minute, what? I don't, no, I'm talking I don't about kill because none of the people in my head. Though. No, yeah. I'm just, I'm just. His nephew Tommy over, so we can make the adjustment because it's go to Thomas Miles. You know, he ain't nephew Tommy on the own show. Well, he's Tommy Miles on you the know, own show. Eugene gone. I just, I don't know what to do. Ooh, I, ooh, I could say something right now. This would be just totally wrong. But uh. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, up next, it is today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, I'm Snap not on sure. Snap will find out right away what you ain't. <laughs> I'm not sure I can do this. <laughs> we'll get into the letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for today's Strawberry Letter, guys. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Right, Steve? Tell him. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And we also have to tell him this. Listen, if uh, you have young kids in the car, you may not want to hear this letter, them to hear this letter, please. It's it's a little racy, let's say. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hear it. <laughs> I up. ain't got no kids. Mm. <laughs> you got grandbabies. Hold on tight. Here it is. Strawberry letter. All right. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I'm not sure if I can do this. Uh, dear Stephen Shirley, I am in a fairly new relationship with a great guy. Everything was going great for the first 90 days of our relationship, so we were mutually ready to advance to a sexual relationship. We talked beforehand about what we enjoyed and did not enjoy during intimacy. But he left out one important detail about what he really likes. On our second encounter, he asked me to use a toy on him. Yes. It was his toy that he pulled out of a box under his bed. Yes, it's exactly what you're thinking. Mm. I thought he was joking at first, but he was very serious. So I decided to try it and see what happened. Surely this man came to life and he became so passionate, aggressive and vocal. Afterwards, he said he was so happy that he could reveal this side of himself to me without judgment. The problem is, I am... hold up. Huh? Yeah. She ain't told her what kind of toy it is, though. No, wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay, what? Yes? Is is there com- she some confusion? She used the toy on him? Yes. Yes. We, we, oh, and he became excited and vocal? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay, you got it now? I, I think I do. <laughs> okay. This, this ain't no G.I. Joe. Come on. <laughs> All right, she says, Shirley, this man came to life. He became so passionate, aggressive, and vocal. Afterwards, he said he was so happy that he could reveal this side of himself to me without judgment. 
The problem is, she says, I am judging him. I am okay with the fact that he might be bisexual, but this is not something I plan to keep up. I am crazy about this guy, and I feel comfortable enough to talk to him about this, but I'm sure he will leave me and find someone else that's more open-minded and adventurous in the bedroom. I've never experienced this before. Uh, We're at the point now where he can't reach his destination if I'm not driving the car. This is getting way too much for me to handle since we've only been together for nine months. Should I just break it off with him? Am I overthinking this? Please advise. All right. Listen, if you're not comfortable with this. This ain't a good letter. No. I'm not comfortable with it. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to address this letter in any way and still stay on the air. I know we won't be doing no reenactment. I know it won't be no reenactment. I tell you. I don't see I don't people, see how. I people have do. issues, Steve, and they okay. need help, okay? They need help. I'm turning my mic off. <laughs> four comedians. She wrote to a show with four comedians. <laughs> and ain't nobody got nothing to say. <laughs> We're going to try and help you, though. I mean, she's at the point where, you know, this is way too much for her to handle. So if it's too much for you to handle, don't handle it, okay? You got to break this thing off before it does get... Literally. Yeah, before it does get out of control. You're not comfortable with it. Uh, you know, you guys discussed it beforehand, but he left this part out. You said... Um, you know, and and if you don't do this, uh, you put it this way. Um, if you're not driving the car, uh, he can't reach his destination. Mm. That's what you said. Uh, and you said this is way too much for you to handle. So you, I say stop handling it. You know, you guys have only been together nine months. You're not married. Uh, you want to know, should you break it off? I, I have to thank you, though, first of all, for being so discreet in this letter. We definitely get what you're saying here. Uh, mm. This is a first. I don't think we've ever gotten this kind of letter before. Um, yeah, and and you are very open-minded, and you are very adventurous. Uh, but listen, if you're uncomfortable, if what you're doing makes you uncomfortable, then stop. You don't have to do this. I mean, you know, this is what he wants sexually, but, you know, you can be out. Just say no. You're uncomfortable. You guys have been talking so far, so talk some more and tell him, you know, what you don't like. And, yeah, he might leave you, but, you know, that's the chance you'll have to take. Take No risk, no reward on this I'm going to go get some tea. Well, if you're talking about leaving me, I'm telling you what, I'm going to help you put all this stuff back in this box. <laughs> you can get the hell out. <laughs> oh, I am not open-minded or adventurous. <laughs> so this letter for me, mm-hmm. and I don't want nobody to take this personal, mm-hmm. whatever you do that floats your boat, you and your boat can keep right on float. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you didn't write in to somebody with a floatable boat. <laughs> you wrote in, you said Shirley and Steve. Now, I don't know what's going on here. Y'all been talking for 90 days. Y'all decided to move the relationship sexually. Y'all even talked about what you liked and what you didn't like. Y'all had sex. It must have been okay because you got together a second time. And when you got together a second time, he bought something out. He reached up in the bed. He had a toy. And he asked you to use it on him. Come to find out you had to do some driving. Now, it got so crazy where you thought he was joking, but he wasn't. Now, he can't reach his destination mm. without you driving this toy. I, <laughs> Careful. I'm, I, I really, you can't, you no. can't do none of this. Yeah. You can't I'm, do none every, of this. Everything I think of, I have to stop. <laughs> you can't do well, none the letter, of this. The letter is about her and how she feels about doing right. what he wants her to do. So you're addressing her, Steve. Okay, cool. Let me mm-hmm. do that then. 
<laughs> See, ma'am, I don't know what to tell you except if this is too much for you. Exactly. It's too much for you. Right. Now, he said afterwards that he was so happy that he could reveal this side of himself without judgment. The problem is you judging. And I'm with you. I know you judging. Because I be wondering what the hell going on with my damn self. The fact that he might be bisexual. See, I, that's why I need to stop, go to break. She's okay with that, she says. Yeah, she mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. The subject, I'm not sure if I can do this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we got to recap today's letter. Ain't much of a recap. Well, And we do have to do a disclaimer. If um, you have children in the car, you might not want them to hear this letter. The subject is, I'm not sure if I can do this. If you got other adults in the car, they might not want to hear it either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This woman dating this man, they finally have sex. They done talked about what they like and what they don't like. First time must have went okay because they got together for the second time. Next time they got together, they was talking again about what they like and what they don't like. She told him what she liked, and he said what he liked. But at the second time, homeboy reached up under the bed pulled a box out. It had a sexual toy in it. She thought he was joking at first, but he wanted her to use it on him. And boy, did he get loud, confessing. Oh, Lord, and when it was over with, he was just so happy. That's what you do, though, when something like that. (laughs) What is he telling? Well, he told us right. He said afterwards, he said he was so happy he could reveal this side of himself without me judging. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did say that. Now, right there, Mm -hmm. obviously, something didn't get told. Now, Mm -hmm. is he bisexual? I don't know. I would, based on what you said, you said he was bisexual. He, he could probably be. Yeah, she said, I am okay with the fact that he might be bisexual, but this is not something she plans to keep up. Well, yeah, which means that in the nine months, they done done it a few times. I think, lady, in my estimation, you should walk away because you're not going to be able to keep this up. Nope. And then suppose, nope. just suppose, that he wants more. What you going to do then? If you're a heterosexual, and you want to be in a monogamous relationship, then I think you got to get yourself in that position to get what you want out of it. You know, you can have fun if it's what you want to do. Temporarily, it's up to you, but you know. Yeah, she needs to walk away, Steve. I mean, that's it. She said she's not going to be able to keep this up. So, and if this is what he wants, this is what he wants. It makes him come alive and all of that. She's not going to be able now, to do Now, let this. me ask you something, Tommy. No, no, I got a show. No, oh, no. I'm not in this Just- I'm I'm talking about women right now. Okay, all right, cool. Come on. Have you ever had a woman that did something that was a little bit outrageous for you and you had to pull back? Yeah. 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 How'd you feel about having to pull? I I left, actually. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, did you run? Yeah, I have left with my clothes still at her house. Yeah. (laughs) Naked? I'd have been in my car and crunk the car up butt naked. With none but some socks on. You damn right. I done done it. I, I know when to leave. I know when to get out. That's what she that's what she should do. Yeah. If she's uncomfortable. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I done been sitting at the right butt naked with some socks on. At the light. At the light. I've had an experience where I've had to go. 
What you doing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I'd have seen the suitcase come out. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. sitting down there, just cute as she want to be, just yeah. cutting uh, stuff on. Uh, uh-huh. I'm down there going, yeah. what is all this damn noise? What is all this, man? What is all this damn noise? What is, what is she, Why what is the bed moving? Yeah. Man, she had all kinds of stuff. Like, <laughs> That's too much. They say, too plug much. this in for me. <laughs> What? Don't worry about that. I got a compressor. (laughs) (laughs) What were you there for? Decoration? (laughs) Stand over there and hit these two switches. Hey, hold this in. What? What am I? You hear that? I'm talking about, man, just stuff down there that foot that bed had about seven, eight things out. Yeah, I'm dead serious, man. Yeah. I'm sitting here looking at this little fine thing. I'm sitting here going, man, what the hell I got myself in? <laughs> what, hey, what am I here for? Uh, exactly, you know, that's what I just asked. The what other part about uncle, you never see it coming. Mm-mm. You Y'all, never see but the let, like But that. here the crazy thing is, I ain't know what none of that stuff did. Wait a minute. So, Junior, what are you saying? They always look like a little librarian. You know, you know, like, now, what are you saying? So you've had this experience oh, as yeah, well? Yeah, I had to leave while she went to the bathroom. I just left. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah, Junior? No, because when they, when, they, when they get that little trunk, they open that little trunk, all this stuff yeah. is in there, like, oh, say. And it's, it got it's lights a, in it. It's a like, lock on it. <laughs> then yeah. she come out with a cord. Then she say, plug that in. And for, then it got gas that go with it. Yeah. <laughs> the generator. <laughs> what? You know she started putting on creams and creams stuff. Creams and stuff. Man, what? You know how you jump a car. You, you, do you uh-huh. want some on your hand? It's going to make your hand hot. Yeah. What? All of I that. don't need no hot ass hand. You want to stand up? <laughs> no, no, I don't want to stand up. Hey, you lay right here. Uh-huh. No, it's not. amazing the things we learn about hold you guys. This. On this show. Hold this. Hold this. No, I don't want to hold that. No, I don't want to hold that. You got scared? Yeah. I thought this was going to be a Hey, hold on. Come on, come on, Steve. Here what messed me up. She said, you want one of these? <laughs> what? <laughs> you got two of them? <laughs> that girl looked at me and said, do you want one of these? I went, the hell you, you need two of them for? <laughs> Baby, you know, hell no, I don't want no one of them. What is, what is it? Why we got hot, wet whites? What is this for? What is that for, man? I see hot, wet whites. What is that? You can't even say it, but. Tommy, I look down there, she just rubbing baby oil all on her face. I'm going, what is What did you need a slippery face? Because you love baby oil. What the hell is you fitting to do? What you about to slip into? Y'all got scared. Yeah. All right. Um, well, guys, uh, thank you for yeah, contributing. Uh, I think bottom line to this young lady, get out while you can, okay? Get out. Yeah. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM, okay? We'll be back with more of this crazy show right after this. Hot, wet, white? What? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so I have a question for you guys, Steve. You know, we just had big holidays, uh, b- big family uh, traditional holidays like we do for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Maybe not as big as in the past, but still people over the house. So here's a question. Um, what do you say to let your company know that you're ready for them to leave the house? Without, <laughs> yeah, without really saying that you're ready for them to leave. Woo! <laughs> well, I guess this it. Yeah. That's it right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What y'all got going on tonight? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I do like, like the one. club do. I start dimming lights. <laughs> Not last call. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I start dimming lights and cutting music off. We're going to end this here. We're going to let you know it's a difference going on. Yeah. Yeah, Steve is pretty direct. You don't have to. No, nah, he's direct. Yes. It's, I go to the coat closet. Next yes. thing you know, you see me. I just got a handful of jackets. Yeah. Hey, which yeah. one of these yours, dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did Chill that. Chill out, yeah. Go get in the, go get in the mm-hmm. bed. Bundle what'd up. You, what'd you say, Carla? He did, he did that, that in New York when we Steve when we were at his oh apartment. My God. We lived in New York. Was, Remember that, Tommy? He, he was threw a rude. car party. He wanted rude. us to come over. Uh-huh. Then just we thought we were having a good time playing cards. He just went to the coat closet and just started throwing us coats. We were, there you go. <laughs> what? How late was it? How late was it? Which jacket is yours, Tommy? Which which jacket is yours? Is your jacket right here? Okay, cool. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I I guess. It's the best way to do it, you know. He said, Y'all finished eating. He was picking up our plates. (laughs) And then after going around the table, just clicking. Hey, you know, hey, and then, you know, once people see other people start putting their jacket on, you know, it kind of gets contagious. (laughs) You did have to go. That happens. I was trying to be so, kind to you, Shirley. Get on out now, because if you stay up in here, I'm going to tell okay, you right now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, what I about at the shut Ain't no free morning coffee up in here, so you need to <laughs> get your coat, Shirley. You need to get your coat, Carla, Shirley. Let's go. Let's go home. Let's get on out of here. <laughs> Let's wrap yeah. this up. I'm tell you right now, ain't no free cups of coffee in the morning up in here. This ain't comfort in. That ain't what we're doing. If you're drinking coffee in the morning, here you're going to work for it. All right, let's go. Let's pack it up. Get your coat. Let's go. You're going to have to earn it. You're going to earn it. A cup of coffee. Uh. Going to be up in here. You're going to need water, all kind of stuff in the morning. Just get out. A mess. Get your coat, baby. I respect y'all too much. Come on, get your coat. You get into the bewitching hour. I got too much respect for you. Come on, ladies. Let's get your coat because you're up in this apartment at 1 a.m. I'm telling you right now. There's some stuff that go down up in here. Come on, let's go. Let's get these jackets on. I respect you too much. Please get out for 1 a.m. Please, please. All right, coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't 
feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard of the health trend dry January as a New Year's resolution? All right, a lot of people are doing this for January. Uh, For trendy, health-conscious people, the start of the new year sometimes means the start of dry January. Uh, It's a month-long public health campaign that encourages people to abstain from alcohol as a way to improve wellness, as to be a way to be more healthy. Ultimately, silver month... Hey, you want to go and stop reading this right now? Uh, Why? Why, Steve? Let me ask you a question. Well, no, no, I'm just saying I have a question. Okay, what is your question? do you know amongst you that's finna do this? <laughs> do you know anybody that's finna do dry ass January? Anybody? I'm just saying it might be something new they might want to try. Anybody? Um, for their health. Anybody, <clears throat> anybody other than me <laughs> on this show willing <laughs> to do dry ass January? Yeah, no drinking? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we can do it. And on my birthday, I, I mean, promise I you, I'm going to have a cocktail and cigar. So I ain't even going to do it. Anybody else? We already know uh, the Queen of Tito's ain't finna do it. Mississippi Monica, she 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 actually makes her own potatoes. She boiling potatoes <laughs> she in her kitchen. Her, her country-ass family down in uh, Mississippi to found a way to make their own vodka. So we already know it. God. And the lady from the letter up, she not finna do it either. She not finna do it. She making martinis. From the strawberry letter. From the strawberry letter. She not finna do it. Well, I mean, Monica family in Mississippi. Uh They don't care nothing about that. They they find Monica's family down in Mississippi. They boiling their own potatoes. They making a new vodka. They don't want to make Tito's. They're going to have a new drink called uh, uh, Memphis. It's called. uh, Sipatitos. It's called Sipatitos. It's short for Mississippi. It's called Sipatitos. It's a new vodka that's coming out. So, and then Shirley, we've been with you. Shirley was in Dubai, Uh and Shirley had a glass of wine with us in Dubai, Uh and they had to carry Shirley to her damn room. I can't drink. Got her ass drunk in a damn Muslim country. I said, we don't get her ass indoors somewhere. So they just have her ass in a prison some damn well. But the whole time they carrying her to her room, Monica drinking, carrying her to her room. Give me your drink, Shirley. You ain't doing nothing. Her and Carla took her to her room. And what thank you, ladies. I appreciate that, my friend. Oh, God. Shirley could not drink. Mm-mm. It was 4.30 in the afternoon, Joey. Her whole Can night done. No, I can't drink. One hour. damn glass. Tommy, one glass, glass of wine. Yeah. Uh-uh. They tried to lessen it by getting her to drink some white wine. 
No, no, I'm going to try this red. Uh, <laughs> Calling Monica went, oh, hell. <laughs> I didn't know. mix it. We're going to mix it. Hey, dog. Dog, I took him to lunch one day. Got a golf cart. Yes. Took him to lunch at yes, this special it place. beautiful. It was wonderful. So oh, fun. we out there balling, man. We on the beach and stuff. We had a cold <laughs> setting. We out here. We balling. Food. They there. bringing it you out. Just yeah. Yeah. Oh, that restaurant. Just bringing oh, it, was, it out. Bad. Awesome. Oh, this heifer going to order some red wine. Everybody <laughs> told her to get white. My doctor says it's good for my blood. Yeah. <laughs> what your doctor said your was doctor it can't know. get in your blood. That's what your doctor said. Oh. Your doctor said it can't get in your blood. Not oh, it's good for up. your blood. It's good for everybody else's blood. It can't even get in your blood. Uh-uh. This. Uh. For embarrassing me in Dubai. So we're not gonna speech. do dry January. Is that the? I, I think I think we're that's the general consensus. Surely no. gonna do this. dry January. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there you go, <laughs> dry January for your health. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so do you guys love spicy food? I like I spicy, yeah, but absolutely. I don't like hot. I don't like hot, hot, hot. I like spicy. And there's a difference. Yeah, there's yeah, a difference. yeah. A lot of people According don't According like to a survey by Frank's Red Hot Sauce, people who like things hot see themselves as hot and more attractive than others. <laughs> Is that true? See, I see myself as spicy. I don't see myself uh, as hot. <laughs> I think I'm spicy. I don't know yeah. if I'm really necessarily hot. I don't think I'm hot, but I think I'm very spicy. Uh-huh. I don't like my food where I can't enjoy it. You know, yes. when it's, it's, it's if it's too hot, too hot you know, mm-hmm. it's too spicy. Now, I'm married to a man from New Orleans, so everything has uh-huh. to be spicy. I mean, spicy ice cream. I mean, everything. <laughs> no, I'm just playing, but you know, yeah. New Orleans. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You never know in New Orleans now. I'd be like, what that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Everything has to be oh. spicy. I'm yeah, so oh, man. Does he think he's hot? Okay, well, he, of he course just, he does. <laughs> he just proved our point then. The point yes. of the story, he just proved it. The survey also showed that the hot people see themselves as adventurous, creative, and confident too. So does that describe yeah. Tosh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like Junior, hot or spicy? Out. Oh no, I'm 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 spicy. I'm spicy. You know, I you can't like do hot food. like that. Yeah, uh-huh. I like spicy foods, you know, but because you gotta have flavor in the spice. Yes. You know, that. Right. That's yeah. the thing I like. That hot with my mouth on fire, give me some water. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but you're supposed yeah. to drink milk, they say, not even uh, water. Whatever. All right, thank you, Junior. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 minutes after. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for another round of Would You Rather. Here we go, guys. Listen up. Would you rather play hide and go get it with your celebrity crush? Yes. Or would you rather star in an award-winning movie with your celebrity crush? Oh, the hell with that damn movie. movie. But you're an actor, Tommy. Uh, uh, Hide and go get it? (laughs) What? Over an award-winning movie? Mm-mm. We can act a movie out while we trying to hide and go get it. <laughs> Best lead in a drama. <laughs> Best and butt naked lead. Too. <laughs> what about you, Steve? I don't really give a damn about being in no movie, but then uh, I don't. I ain't got no celebrity crush. 
<laughs> Junior, what are you? What you I'm got? Tell, I ain't never been in a movie, so what the hell I want to do that for? I'd rather go play hide and go get it. Where are you, Nia? Nia Long. <laughs> I'm looking in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm out here hiding, getting it. Girl, I see you. <laughs> All right, would you rather get $5,000 a day for the rest of your life? $5,000 a day for the rest of your life. B. Or would you rather get a lump sum? B. Uh huh. Of $5 million. Give me that $5 million, man. Who want that five funky five thousand? Mm-hmm. Well, it ain't funky, Tommy. Yeah, really. Damn. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, oh, well, oh, well, no, 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 <laughs> no, change. no. Well, I think we all heard that. <laughs> Who want that little funky five thousand dollars? I had to correct him and go, well, damn, Tommy, hold up, 5000 And then it hit me, wait a minute. He said it out loud. Everybody oh, want that little funky $5,000 a day? Much money I'm out here making in these clubs and stuff? Y'all, who y'all think y'all talking to? Man, get up out of here, man. Man, please, I wish I would. Which don't you need $5,000, though? When you don't need it. Right. He don't. And that's he for the don't. Rest of your when you life. live in a chateau. Uh, hey, uh, oh, hey. Uh, Dry Roll I, Royce. I'll tell me, act now right. uh, when, it, when they ask him to do a show for 5000 How you act now? Not the last. Oh, God. Oh, you guys are, are you guys serious? <laughs> oh, that's Thomas. Is this a prank? That's Thomas. <laughs> but now listen to me. $5,000 a day for the rest of your life or 5 million lump sum. $5,000 a day, you make $1 million $825,000 for the year. Uh-huh. Oh. So oh. in three years. Well, I, I, yeah. I didn't right. do the math. I'm sorry. Nah, 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 nah. Now you did you the did math the on math. that 5000 You did that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you All did right, that. <laughs> we got to run. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Steve, your closing remarks are back. What you got for us today? Okay, uh, today I thought a good subject to talk about was about, I think, mentors. Being mentored, how to attract the right mentor. Uh, I don't care what you're thinking of doing in your life. I don't care what decisions you make. Somebody's already done it, attempted it, gone down that road, made the attempt. 
Maybe not your idea specifically, but the route to get there has already been traveled for the most part. Uh, If you want to be successful, there are successful people. If you want to be a star athlete, there's a star athlete. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying to you that whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, somebody has already taken the path. Now, finding these people is really, really not that difficult. Now, getting in front of them is where you're going to find the difficulty. So let me give you a couple of suggestions. What is the best way to approach a mentor? What is the best way to approach a mentor of means and a mentor with means? Because that's, that's two different people. You know, Martin Luther King was a mentor of means. He wasn't a wealthy man, but Lord have mercy, man. The knowledge that he could have given you about struggling and overcoming and, and, and stick to those, those lessons he could have taught you would have been invaluable. So you have two different types of mentors. You have mentors of means and mentors with means. Now, if you can find the two combined, that's even more special. But you're getting into more of a rare territory now. It's harder to find mentors of means and with means combined because how do you get to that person? How do you get to the Oprah Winfrey's? When you find someone in your life or you meet someone or you hear someone, you put them on your vision board, I want to meet this person one day. I would love to have a conversation with this person. You have to understand something. Most people with means of any kind, like Bishop Jakes, he has a lot of means, man. He does well financially, too. Mm-hmm. But he is also just a man of a wealth of knowledge. How do you get to these people? Well, there's several ways to do it. But if you can somehow find that way, because there's no specific way, right? When you get in front of this person, I want you to understand something when you're facing them. They don't mind teaching and sharing because most people of means are great sharers and great teachers. Mm -hmm. A Bishop Jakes, a Joel Osteen, uh, that brother that has the app out, the hip hop uh, preacher, uh, Eric Eric Thomas. Brothers like that, and I listen to him, man, a lot of times. But getting in front of them, taking their course or whatever you might do, when you get in front of them, they don't mind teaching and sharing. Mm-hmm. They will mind giving you money. See, most people want to meet a mentor Man, so they can present an idea to them and get some financial help. That's the quickest way to run them off. Get ran the hell out of there. Because everybody <laughs> is used to that. Do you have any idea how many times in a week I'm asked for money? It's sickening. But if you come to me and say, man, could you just give me a piece of advice? I usually don't have no problem with that. Mm. I got time for most anybody that wants some advice, wants me to share a wealth, a piece of knowledge. That's okay. So when you get to these people, have a plan to be taught something. Ask them to teach you to fish, not to give you a fish sandwich. Ask them to teach you to fish. They don't have a problem with that. 
Now, there's several ways to get in front of them, but when you do get there, when you finally do meet them, and meeting them ain't as difficult as you think. Mm-hmm. Now, if you live in you know New York and your mentor lives in L.A., you're going to have to find a way to get to L.A., or you got to find out when he's coming to New York. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to do some research. But you have mentors closer than that. You have somebody who's a really well mentally balanced person that you need information from. You have a person who seems to be doing really well with their wife and their children. You need information from because it's all a balancing act. You can't be successful in your business and while your family's sitting over there struggling and in ruins. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. Once you learn the traits of success, it, it filters over into every other aspect of life. So you got to have a balance. You can find these people right here. Don't ask them for money. People want to share and teach and give you information. Everybody needs a mentor. You cannot make it without mentorship. You know, there's an incredible saying, and we ain't got to get into why it's so incredible, but friendship is essential to the soul. You know why friendship is so essential to the soul? I've lost my mother, my father, I've lost my brother. I've lost my best friend before. Mm -hmm. You can live your life without your mother. You may have to eventually one day. Mm -hmm. You can live your life without your father. You may eventually have to do that one day. You can live your life without your uncles and your relatives. But you know what is very, very difficult to live your life without? A friend. It is very, very difficult to live in this world with no friendship nowhere. Like you can pick up the phone. It's, man, you got, Mm -hmm. friendship is essential to the soul. Do not avoid mentoring. Don't try to do it all by yourself because nobody gets to the top by yourself. There's no such thing as a self-made man. You got to have a mentor. You have to be mentored. That's it. That's an important part of it today. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., 
And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.